guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Tuesday, March 7th. Uh, Celtics have lost three games in a row. It is Disasterville on Twitter. A lot of Celtics fans very upset. I know Sam's upset. I'm one of them. Uh, we watched the entire game together, uh, the Cavaliers game on Monday night. Uh, and by the end of the game, we were, I, I mean, I don't I know you were upset. I was laughing. I, like, no, I thought it was real funny. Like, yeah. that was the funniest loss of all time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's still like infuriating and like you shouldn't be mm-hmm. like thrilled about it or anything. <laughs> but it was like real funny. And I think us watching it together uh is just even better yeah no it was uh it was an experience it was an experience and, and we'll, we'll talk about that plenty i'm sure um but we got we got to do our, our our nonsense i know you had something you want to talk about before we go celtics yeah sorry i was just texting my mom uh so today just before this went to the store i came home from work and uh i know i needed like some stuff needed bananas needed uh like what else did i get i don't remember I got, oh, I got like lunch meat, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like different things. And I'm at Stop and Shop and I walk in the door and they don't have baskets. They don't have like the baskets that you can carry around, put stuff in. they have carts? They had carts, but like I'm already past the part with the carts. Like I'm not going to go back and get a cart. Like I, I went in anticipating there would be baskets. Okay. And they don't have baskets at either entrance to the Stop and Shop. Like usually <laughs> if they don't have it at the entrance, I come in the one near the deli has it. But they didn't okay. have them. No baskets. So luckily for me, I can carry a good amount of stuff. So I, I get my two boxes of uh, protein bars. I get bananas. I get a uh, little ice cream. I get my turkey. Carry mm-hmm. it all. I go to the self-checkout. Now, I don't know what your local store looks like, but mine, there's one section of self-checkouts where it's like six of them all together, and it's like a little station, and then there's two that are like where the cashiers would be, but it's a self-checkout instead of where they're like having a cashier uh-huh. do it. So it's like the long, okay, like with the belt. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the, one of the ones with the belt. I don't know why, just because I was like, I have bananas. I don't want anybody like behind me. Like, I know I need to weigh them because mm-hmm. you can't scan the bananas. You have to hit things. So I do it. And of course, the machine messes up. Yep. Like, that's the thing with like fruit. What, for whatever reason, like the machines don't work if you yourself are doing the fruit. They need somebody mm-hmm. to come over and like approve the machine and fix it. So it's like help is on the way. So I had to stand there while some kid like had to come over and put their key card <laughs> to the machine. Uh-huh. And then they fix the machine for me, whatever. I scan all my stuff. And I've already like put the bananas like in the bagging area, like it's down like the little ramp. And I realized yeah. like I haven't paid for the bananas or, or like. Not that I haven't paid for the bananas. They haven't been rung up. They're on my, my list. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I've had it. Like, I'm not going to try and do it again. So I stole the bananas. <laughs> now, some of you might think, like, it's wrong for me to steal the bananas. But I think I kind of earned it because I went through my whole shopping without a basket. I, I call it even. <laughs> I feel like it would have been easier to go back and get a cart at that point. You see there's no baskets. You just turn around and get a cart. Well, no. like, I don't know. I was like, I, I I had already like grabbed stuff and then I walked back to where the baskets were because I was like, oh, wait, like, I actually should get like this, this and this, too, because I'm here. Uh huh. So I was like, whatever, I'm in this deep. I'll just carry all of it. 
And I'm okay. like, then they like embarrassed me because the kid had to come over and like fix the machine. <laughs> like, I don't feel bad. Have have your stuff work if if you're gonna like have me do the self checkout. Like, there's the Bill Bird joke where he's like talking about the self checkout at the store, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, like I didn't know I was working today. Silly me, I didn't check the schedule." <laughs> like, well, if you could have gonna... gone to a normal one, no? Couldn't you have just gone to a normal checkout? Yeah, there's like... lines. Like, I had to get back for the show, and I, I had an ice cream, so I didn't want it to melt, and I was gonna get a coffee. <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally stole some bananas. It so chalk went up to me. Got him. Well, there you go. Shame on them. They don't have wicked smarts at stop and shop. So I don't feel Speaking bad. Speaking of, hold up. Give me a second here. Let me Good segue. Accidental segue. I've been looking all over for these and I can't find them. Shout out to uh, my dad, Tom Simone of the pregame show, pregame show legend. Picked them up for me. He saw them. He thought I'd want them. And uh, yeah, he didn't I think got of them. Me. I have not tried. <laughs> I've not tried them yet. I, uh, I need to. I didn't want to open them before I, I showed them off on the show. I wanted to keep them sealed. Um, the trivia on the back, and before you say, they let's do that instead of the cards, terrible trivia. I'm sorry, Marcus. Is it easy? It's just like, if Marcus wasn't a professional basketball player, he would be a... Uh, and then it gives you it, chemist, motivational speaker, pick-a-ball player, or a high-end role mo- robe model. How funny would it be if it was like just pick-a-ball player? Like, yeah. he's just like doing white man can't jump, and he's hustling people. <laughs> no, but is it you have to robe? go like I, one sec. You have to go online to read the answers. So you have to go online. Yeah, there's like a QR code. Hold up. Wait, wait. Where's answers can be found at that? Okay, so I go to the QR code, and it takes me to like the promo section for his website. But like the the answers aren't like on the <laughs> on like immediately on the screen. So I'm like, I'm like searching for the answers. My sister did them with me because she was bored and she found them on the screen, but I can't find, like I scan the QR code and the answers don't pop up immediately. So I'm currently searching for the answers. I can't they really make you work for it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I actively, I am doing it and I should have done it before, but I didn't think it would be this difficult to find the answers off the qr code but uh yeah i can't find the answers for you i i think i remember them for when my sister did it i think it was a high-end robe model i think that was the answer oh answers below true i'm sorry marcus this is the website so i'm sure let's see if we can see it on my phone so you see the website this is where it takes you ignore my slack message um go down the line here this is the section with the answers it just typed out in like times new roman font (laughs) so it is they make you put in the work if marcus wasn't a pro basketball player he would be a high-end robe model is the answer he put down what was marcus's favorite tv show growing up dragon ball z pokemon kim possible or 60 minutes well 60 minutes (laughs) it's not 60 minutes 60 minutes was like the most depressing thing like it would come Mm -hmm. on like i remember being like really young like probably younger than four and you would hear that stupid ticking and it yeah. always made me sad. I don't know <laughs> yeah. why. It was just so boring and devoid of fun. Yeah. No, I agree. It was it was not a fun time when you heard the ticking. Dragon Ball Z, however, was the answer. Uh, was his favorite when he was younger. If Marcus could be a superhero, what would his power be? Infinite armor, flying, invisibility, or telepathy? What do we think? I feel like everybody says invisible. You are correct. It is it's, invisible. It's, I he's it was like flying. famous, so he probably doesn't want. He wants to be left alone. It's fair. I thought it was flying, but it is invisible. You are correct. Marcus eats blank before a game. PB and J, 
kale smoothie, wicked smart cereal, or Eastern Conference point guards? <laughs> the smoothie. Uh, no, it but is jelly. Wicked smart cereal. Well, that's not he, true. He went full promo. <laughs> the cereal's oh, only God. been around a month. He's been in the league for nine years. <laughs> Uh, also, it is 150 calories per container uh, and nine servings per container. So, uh, so it's per I, serving. Yes, per so, serving. And that's sorry. Yes, the per serving. <clears throat> no, <laughs> with a half cup of fat-free milk, it is 190 per. I wonder serving. how much a serving is. Like a handful. A cup. Like, that's probably one what cup. it is. It says one cup. Yeah, so, that like, like whatever measured cereal is so dangerous nothing. because that's satisfying no one. <clears throat> like nobody's like from that we got two more questions though still i, I just okay I, I saw the calories inside who is marcus's favorite player to guard in the league kyrie irving joel Embiid, yana santa or all of the above probably all of the above it is all of the above like i said the, the trivia questions i was disappointed they're very yeah, you, you could guess them what is marcus's favorite karaoke song don't stop believing by journey good for you by olivia rodrigo i'm shipping up to boston by the dropkick murphys or you rock my world by michael jackson I feel like it's Michael Jackson. It is. You rock yeah. my world, Michael Jackson. Look at me. So, there you go. Uh, but yeah, Wicked Smarts. I have not tried them yet. They look just like Lucky Charms. But I'll, uh, I will I will try them and I'll do a review next time we do a podcast. A review. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll do a Wicked Smarts review. Anyways, um, I think we, we've done, done our nonsense. We've prolonged we can, it long enough. We we've put it off long enough. We we should talk about the Celtics. We haven't talked since the Knicks game. We talked Nets game. Mm-hmm. We did a pod on the Nets game. We haven't talked about the Knicks game. We haven't talked about the Cavs game. Uh, but the Celtics have continued to have it's it's like the meme. I forget what it was. It's like I've made a continued and prolonged lapse in judgment. I've <laughs> I forget what well, I forget. What I think what we're really was. seeing is they're like, man, we really could use Wembenyama. Like it would be really cool if he was on our team. <laughs> Like somebody showed them highlights of him, like doing all this stuff that like Kyrie can do, but he's seven foot four and they're like, shit, we need to go get that guy. So (laughs) they just like, they're like, we're going to show these teams that we can beat them, but we're going to let them have it. So like the Nets, they put him in their place for a quarter and a half. Then they stopped trying the Knicks. They just kind of like let him hang around the whole game and then said, we're not going to try. And then the Cavs, they were like, we don't have anybody playing. We're going to go up on you on your home floor. And then we're going to like mm-hmm. let you have it. And Grant was like, yeah, we're going to let him have it. But yeah. I made money in all three games. And I wish I was just way poorer because I would have <laughs> rather seen them win. But sometimes you have to take what you can get. So I guess I'm up one hundred and twenty dollars mm-hmm. over three games. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's the bright side. But no, but it's frustrating because, like you said, you, you see the Celtics can do it and for whatever reason, they just stopped doing all of the things that got them to that point. Like I, I wrote it for Celtics blog in, in the article I wrote today through the first three quarters against the Cavs, they shot 50.7% from the field and 41.2% from three in the fourth quarter. They shot 25% from the floor and 20% from deep. And in overtime, they shot one of nine overall. Like, <sighs> like, like it's, it's baffling how they fall off a cliff and, they completely abandoned all of the good things that makes the offense work and just go into isolation basketball. And even like the good shots they're getting since they're not in a rhythm anymore, because it's isolation, then a good shot, then isolation, 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 good shot. Like the shots aren't falling right because, because they're completely out of a rhythm and it's, it's frustrating to watch as a, as a 
you know, person who covers the Celtics as a Celtics fan as anybody in Boston. It's it's like, you know, they're good enough to win and they just they're crumbling. And, you know, you can sit there and say, I'm not saying you're going to say this. And I know you're going to cut me off and say it doesn't matter who's on the floor because obviously it doesn't. Some people can sit there and say, oh, well, Jason Tatum wasn't there. Well, well, you know, this happened. This happens like it doesn't matter. Right. Like I, I am the first person to give excuses or, or say like, well, there's this and this and like try to be rational. There's no rationality here. They're blowing it. They're they're, they're They should be winning these games and they're not. And not excuses, but reasons that I'm trying to come up with. Maybe they're sick of the regular season. Maybe they're looking for the playoffs. and They just don't care anymore about the regular season. The, again, shouldn't be that way. I'm not saying that's an excuse. I'm just saying like, I'm, I'm trying to hypothesize what is causing this. Maybe they're getting lazy. You know, they, they think in their mind, Oh, the game is secured. We got this. Uh, let's slack off. But after three straight games of that you'd think they'd know better, right? Joe Missoula after the game, he was like, it pisses me off. We haven't learned about the late game rebounding. Like, what are we doing? The Celtics are a great rebound. One. Right. They're a great rebounding team this year. Objectively by the stats, they're a good rebounding team. And against the Cavs, they were a good rebounding team for three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter in overtime, the Cavs just grabbed a ton of offensive rebounds. <clears throat> the Cavs had 10 offensive rebounds uh, in the fourth quarter and overtime combined, and they had six in the other three quarters. Those 10 offensive boards led to 16 second chance points in the fourth and overtime alone. Like it, it, it baffles me how the Celtics are just collapsing over and over again. And, I'm not going to sit here and go two bridges too far and say they're not a title team. They are still a championship caliber team when they play at their best. But right now they're not playing at their best and they have to figure out how to get back to that because until then they're going to continue on this downward spiral. And Cam uh, Tabatabai of the um, Celtics Lab podcast put out a tweet today. It was something along the lines of this is the third time the Celtics have lost three games in a row this season. And after those three game losses streaks, they went on some some sort of run. It was like they were 11 and two after the first one. And then they went 10 and five after the second one. So they, they have responded well to losing streaks this season. But right now, I, I, I think the way they've lost each of these three games, like <clears throat> I, I think Randy put it this way. If the Knicks loss was game 21 and the Cavs loss was game 41, it wouldn't be as big of a problem, right? Because th th these games do happen throughout the course of the season. It's the fact that it's happened three games in a row is the problem because it's the same issues happening three games in a row, right? And like like I said, these games do happen. You see these leads happen, right? Like the Mavericks will blow a 27-point lead to the Lakers. The Warriors, you know, come back on 20x points from the Blazers, right? Good teams, the leads. The, the, the Bucks blew a 19-point lead to the 76ers. No one's talked about it. You want to know why? Because they responded with a win. The Celtics blew three double-digit leads in a row, a 28-point lead, the biggest of the season. Uh, I believe it was 14 against the Knicks or 15 against the Knicks and then 15 again against the Cavs, and then they lost, right? And in yeah. in one of those games, they lost by double digits, and the other time, they were down by double digits at one point, and then in the Cavs game, they lost in overtime after having a chance to win it. And we'll talk about Grant in a minute, but it is the fact that these three games happen back to back to back with the same issues presenting themselves of turnovers of bad late game execution on offense and, and uh, allowing their team to grab a million offensive rebounds. That is the problem. And you can say they didn't play great defense. Donovan Mitchell's a great player. He he's going to, you know, eventually play super well. I thought it was bad that Jalen Brown was on him again. Cause Jalen Brown was getting absolutely torched on defense by Donovan Mitchell, but Great offensive players are going to make great offensive play, but you have to be able to control the things you can control, and the Celtics have failed to do that over the past three games. Yeah, the effort's not there. They look like a team that knows that they've lost a couple games in a row that they shouldn't mm -hmm. have lost, but like they, they don't have like the fire they should have from it. So they have all the bad things of knowing you've lost those games, and they don't have any of the extra motivation. 
You can attribute yeah. yesterday's loss against the Cavs maybe to their legs being tired after playing o- the double overtime. The it day definitely before. played a factor, but especially it's not a- with the numbers that you presented, the field goal percentage mm-hmm. in three quarters versus fourth and overtime. But even then, you can control other things like the offensive glass. Sure, did they get beat? Yeah, and does that take energy to box out and everything? Sure, it does. So you can kind of loop that in. But when you've done it two games in a row, there has to be some sort of extra focus being put on that category, like you said about Missoula, complaining that they didn't make any kind of adjustments, didn't bring any extra attention to it. That is somewhat concerning. I'm sick and tired of seeing this team blow leads. It's not just these last three games. Somebody tweeted a graphic earlier today. They've done it at least 10 times, and they had all the different double-digit leads the Celtics have blown this year, and it Mm -hmm. stems further back than this year. Throughout the time that they've had Tatum and Brown, it feels like they are just notorious for taking their foot off the gas at certain points, whether it's during three consecutive games over the course of a season. This is just a trend. It's annoying. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why I legitimately bet against the Celtics when they go up big. So I don't get like as mad if they lose and I can (laughs) do it enough because they blow leads enough for me to actually like somewhat make money on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I'm just throwing away money earlier this season. They were actually really good with keeping the leads. Like I was like, wow, yeah. like I'm not taking insurance and it's not biting me in the ass. Like, I don't, I don't think I want to do this anymore. I think they might've figured it out. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like, Nope, other teams can win. Don't care. They're only two games up on the Sixers for, for second, two games behind the bucks. Now, it's not as easy as it was. You are no. far and away the best team in the East. I think they had what a four game lead at mm-hmm. one point over, over everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're 10 and nine since I don't know. Some date in their last night. Saw it on yeah. Twitter today. Not good. Not good mm-hmm. at all. Have they had injuries? Yes, but it's not good. This team no. is deep enough where injuries shouldn't make or break you. That's the whole point of like having all these guys that can contribute. At least not in the way that it has. It shouldn't shouldn't have like this much of an effect. effect. Yes. Like, does it hurt to not have Marcus Smart? Sure. Does it hurt when Marcus Smart doesn't play particularly well? Like he really hasn't lately. And I I hate to say it because that's my guy, but he really hasn't been making a massive impact like we've seen in the past. Mm -hmm. He's gone away from the playmaking. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know what the change is. It feels like everybody's kind of reverting back to bad habits, whether it's him, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. It feels like there's just all kinds of like extra things they're doing that are not necessary and it's hurting them. And I'm sick and tired of seeing it. A lot of threes, a lot of bad threes. Not all threes are bad, but a lot of the ones they've been taking are bad. They need they need to figure something out, Jack. Yeah. It's really concerning. I, I don't really know what else we can say you know, generally we can dive into deeper, more pinpoint things, perhaps uh, a couple of missed free throws, but you know, <laughs> I do want to get to that, but I want to look at something first. Sure. So Evan Mobley had four offensive rebounds against the Celtics or excuse me, five, two in the first quarter, one in the third, one in the fourth, one in the, in overtime, right? <clears throat> Evan Mobley's big dude. He's going to be down there. Like it sucks, but you, you got to box out. It's whatever. Mitchell, uh, Donovan Mitchell had four. He had two in the third, two in the fourth. Again, he is smaller. You shouldn't have those, but he's on the floor so much. You expect him to be down there fighting for some. Lamar Stevens had six offensive rebounds, five in the fourth quarter. 
Lamar Stevens, by the way, who I said to Jack, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> so I want to watch these because there's one in particular I want to shed light on because I think it it explains the larger issue. And the rest, I mean, we can just watch. So th- this is the first Lamar Stevens uh, offensive rebound in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> Here's a shot by Lavert. What are we doing? Gets Celtics. right past. Look at this. Who is that? Watching the Celtics. Karis Lavert drives to the hoop. Decent, uh, you know, shot. Luke Cornett does his job to play defense. Peyton Pritchard watching the ball. Grant Williams watching the ball. Derek White watching the ball. Absolutely nobody on the Celtics crashes the glass. Lamar Stevens runs in behind, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams, Derek White, grabs a rebound. Ball watching. Everybody on the Celtics is ball watching. This (laughs) is the kind of thing you actually can control, and they did nothing to prevent it. Easy put back dunk. Okay, let's go to the next one. Let's see what happens. Let's see how Lamar Steven gets another rebound. All right. Let's take a look if it will load. Marcus Smart drives to the hoop. Here we go. It, this is a transition one, so it's less less severe. Also, they got murdered in transition. We we talked <laughs> yeah, about this against when we were the watching it together. They got killed in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. in transition. It happened against the Knicks, too. Th- this Lamar Stevens rebound. Uh him and Grant fighting. Okay, well. He just kind of tipped that one. That, that that one wasn't as bad as the the other one. Not as egregious. Still, Lamar Stevens fighting under the glass, fighting harder than the Celtics are. Uh, and again, watch on YouTube if you want to see these. This is what we're doing. Three pointer in the corner. Lamar Stevens walks directly through Jalen Brown and Malcolm Brogdon. Jalen Brown turns around to face guard him. Which, first of all, this is a foul. You can't, Jalen Brown can't do that. That's not a legal play. Uh, and he also fails to box him out. Malcolm Brogdon gets caught ball watching. Lamar Stevens gets right by both of them and kicks it out to the Well, corner. you do have to give Jalen credit because he tried. And he, he tried so hard that he was doing it illegally. <laughs> like, I he suppose, even tried to cheat. Don't worry. We'll get to Jalen. Transition three-point attempt by Darius Garland. Three Celtics under the hoop here. Three Celtics under the hoop if this if this one will load again. This is the one that went to the baseline. I remember we talked about this one. Mm-hmm. You were initially like, there's nothing they could have done. But, like, Lamar Stevens wasn't close to this ball either. Him. He just out jumped him. No, no, the, Lamar Stevens jumped up in. Oh, bounds. okay. This is a different, is a different one, one. There was one Lamar that goes Stevens... towards the the bench there, and <clears> we <throat> watched that live. We were like, "What the hell?" Yeah, Lamar Stevens jumps over three Celtics to get the rebound in the paint. I think this is the one you're thinking about as NBA.com uh, poops its pants a little bit and starts lagging. Uh, but um, I believe this one is the one that sort of goes to the corner. Lamar Stevens magically gets it uh, because nobody on the Celtics tracks it down, and yeah. Goes right to the baseline. This one was tough. And there's I, only like a minute and a half left. You say Lamar Stevens wasn't there either. He was. He, he was the closest to the ball where it bounced. Right? Like, not an excuse, but like, this one isn't as egregious as the other ones. It bounced right out to, to where you're standing. The one that's the worst one for me, Lamar Stevens rebound in overtime. This is the worst one. I remember it vividly. Celtics are down four at this point with a minute left. They've blown the lead completely. Donovan Mitchell takes a three. Ball watching. Mike Muscala, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, all ball watching. Jumps right over him. No one jumps up to get the ball. They're waiting for the ball to come to them. Lamar Stevens goes up, grabs it, gets the ball back for the Celtics. Uh, Ends up being out of bounds, but that you can't, like, it's so clearly an effort thing in the sense that the Celtics, in in terms of late game rebounding, and the Mitchell Robinson was a little bit more tough because he's so big and they didn't, you know, have Robert Williams to contend. But again, not an excuse, just an explanation. Lamar Stevens grabbing six rebounds in the fourth and overtime screams effort problem for the Celtics because, correct me if I'm wrong, 
Lamar Stevens, I'm talking to Google there because I know you want the answer because you didn't know who he was. Lamar Stevens is six foot six, right? Like this isn't some six foot 11, seven foot big man fighting in the paint. He's a six foot six guard who just had more effort than the Celtics wing guard, whatever you want to call him. And, and that's been a problem. That, that That is the perfect example description of what's been going wrong for the Celtics on the glass. And that's even without talking about the horrendous shot profile. I mean, you sent me a picture of Jason Tatum's shot pro- profile. The, yeah, the penis. Horrendous. <laughs> it was just terrible. It's just like, so, it, it's like left of left of the top of the key. It's just like a big penis. Yeah. Ooh, and then and like, I mean, we, all the rest are misses. Mm-hmm. And we, we were watching <laughs> the Cavs game together and we were actively getting mad. Jalen Brown, pull up three in transition. Marcus I actually Smart, thought Jalen was shot mad yesterday. Jalen was fine. Until the fourth quarter when he just started chucking threes. They get up big, they chuck. In overtime, they they just get like roped into a three-point contest every overtime. Mm -hmm. They've taken, they've played more overtimes than anybody, but they've taken like significantly more threes than anybody else in overtime. They've taken 45 threes in overtime all season. They've made 11. The the issue isn't the threes, it's the quality of the threes and how they choose to take them. If you're taking that many threes in a short stretch of time, you're bound to take some bad ones. I agree, and that's the problem, right? If the Celtics took that many threes in overtime, but they were getting them the right way, their percentage would be better, but they're not. I guarantee you at least half of those threes are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown pull-ups, and that is the issue, right? The issue is not the... The issue is not the Al Horford shot in the corner. The issue is not the Derek White shot at the top of the key that comes in rotation. Derek White, big shot, by the way. Got a little bit lucky. Good shot. It, the, the issue is not the Sam Hauser shot, you know, uh, off of a play that he gets a shot on the wing. The issue is not even usually, it has been lately, but usually a Marcus Smart three, like we saw against the Knicks, he wasn't making a lot of them. Those shots against the Knicks are good shots because they, they came in the offense. Yeah. Exactly. The issue is Jason Tatum, dribble, dribble, sidestep, top of the key, no flow to the offense. And you know what happens after that? It clanks off the rim. The Knicks grab the ball. They run in transition and they kill the Celtics. That's what happened against the Knicks, happening against the Cavs, right? The Celtics are missing the ball and they're not getting back quick enough. And even when they're making it, they're still getting beaten transition. Which is, is it because they're tired? Like, like, really, like, and I don't think being tired is an excuse. Like, I'm the last person mm-hmm. that believes that I think you should be in shape to play. But you got to think about it like this. If these guys are tired, they're not working to get a better shot on the offensive end. It's lazy. We say it's lazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not only are they overtired, they are not doing anything to make the other team tired because they're not making them work on defense. They're giving them an easy out and it's burning them on the other end because they have more energy and they're outlasting the Celtics. The Celtics are now four and seven in overtime this year. Terrible. Horrendous. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't, you can't really be a great team if you can't win these close games. Not to say the Celtics haven't won close games all season. They have. They've won four of the overtime games. Not that that's fantastic when you've played 11. But it's real concerning when you're just so inconsistent when it matters. When the effort isn't there when the game is coming to a close. Mm-hmm. It's not about making or missing threes. It's about... The offensive rebounds, like we talked about, it's about the quality of threes you take, which I've complained about all year, and you back. You, you're not all out on the threes like me, but you you do have the understanding, like you just can't be chucking, you got to work for them, which yeah. we agree are the good shots when the ball moves around and you create them. And you've seen glimpses of that throughout the three games over the weekend. The Nets, they played great for a quarter and a half, even moved the ball around, even when they were getting the wide open layups. They were still popping it around and making themselves earn the three-pointers. 
against the Knicks. They had to storm back in the fourth quarter of that game after kind of playing bad the whole time. Ran out of gas, ran out of gas against the Cavs after putting together a strong three quarters despite being without Tatum. I mean, and Horford. Mm-hmm. Come on. You're there. You're showing us all you can do it. Figure it out. Playoffs are about a month away. This is not the time to be screwing around. You want to screw around? Screw around in November. You can get us all pissed for like the first month as long as you turn around. This is not the time to start screwing around. Milwaukee's not screwing around. They just ripped off 19 in a row, whatever the hell they just won in a row. It felt like a million. You got to figure it out. Philly, Philly's catching you, and Philly's not that good. Not, not compared yeah. to you. <laughs> they're not on the same level as Milwaukee and Boston, but they're now, about to catch the Celtics. They're two games back. I will say, I still have faith that the Celtics will be fine in the playoffs. I, like, and, and that's crazy right now because they're playing so bad. It's not crazy. I, I I genuinely think like when the playoffs come around, they will get their head out of their ass. But it it is really a knock on the confidence in this team to see them play like this so late in the season, like you said, right? Like, I agree. Like Philly's catching them. Milwaukee's building a lead on them. You you can't be doing this late in the this you can't be playing like this this late in the game, um, and it, and it's frustrating. And I mean, we talk about excuse me the three point shots, right? You look at the three point shots in overtime. Uh, while you were talking, I was looking at the stats, and like you said, they have made taken forty five uh, attempts in overtime, and they've made ten. Twenty five of those forty five are Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they've shot four for twenty five. Not like, very good. Not very good at all. Get those guys on the treadmill. Give them some extra legs. Other players have struggled too, like uncharacteristically. Like Marcus Smart is one of five, uh, which is worse than his average. Al Horford shooting two for four, clutch demon. Uh, Derek White, two for three, clutch demon. There you go. Grant Williams, one for four. We'll get to man in a second. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, 0 for two, unlike him. Mike Muscala, 0 for two. So, like, things have contributed. However, I guarantee you, most of those threes from those guys are in the flow of the offense and they just miss it. It, it is the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum threes. I guarantee you at least 20 of those 25 threes, not within the flow of the offense at all. That's yeah. the problem. It, it's real bad, real bad. And this wasn't just three games that they blew leads. They've been pretty bad since the all-star break, almost lost to Indiana, got lucky, mm-hmm. won that one in overtime, almost blew it against Philly, got lucky. Tatum hit a three after being terrible all game. <laughs> you could very well be what? One in six after the break. That's mm-hmm. terrible. And I remember coming out of the All-Star break. I, I said on this podcast, I said, if they can go five and two, they have a chance to get 60 wins. They went three and four. Did not yeah. go well. Did not I mean, go I'm well. saying they could have went one and six. They very well could have went. Let's see. They lost two games in overtime. So at least five and two. Mm-hmm. Could have went six and one if they just had their head out of their ass. I mean, yep. we could be sky high. Dude, I agree. Maybe they needed a wake-up call. Maybe this is good for them. You don't know. It very sure. well could be a thing they need, but it's taking a while. Phone has to ring a couple times for them to pick it up. I mean, my God. <laughs> you think Brooklyn would be enough? Then you'd be like, wow, like, you know, we're really going to cherish these leads and not take them for granted. Nope. nope. Blow it to the Knicks. Blow it to the Cavs. Now, lose two in a row after the Brooklyn game. My God. Not that it's an excuse. They did play better in the Knicks and Cavs games. Like, they were better. It just I wasn't they were enough. bad against the Knicks. I thought Cavs, I didn't think yeah. they were entirely bad, actually. I don't I'll think they, on that. 
they were fine against the Cavs until the end. They weren't, you're right, they weren't great against the Knicks, but they were better than they were against the Nets, which again, the bar is the floor at that point. But they, they if we're talking about little improvements, I suppose they're taking baby steps. Yeah, but when like, shown... I, didn't, I didn't have to tweet against the Cavs that the me and the boys are ready to play. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating. They, they have a chance over this next stretch to get their head out of their ass, like you said, like, Portland, Atlanta, Houston, Minnesota, Portland, Utah. Like that that's a good stretch where you should be able to win those games. Like you shouldn't be dropping like I'm not saying go undefeated, but I am. I, my, my I know you are. It might you be helpful. my respect? Wow me. <laughs> Impress me. The you next impressed game, me on Friday. I said, "Wow, I can't I didn't think teams could lose when they're up that much." The next game, actually 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11. Out of the next 11 games, there's only two teams that should put up a big enough fight where it could be a good game. That is the Kings and the Bucks. Right? And the Bucks are obviously the better of the you two, have but to we're win not going to Bucks game. Have we're to not going to disrespect the Kings on this podcast. Um no, Kings are fine. They're fine. Portland, Biggest Portland, Atlanta, ever. Houston. Portland, Atlanta, Houston, Minnesota, Portland, Utah should like you're better than all those teams, right? Mm-hmm. You should be able to beat all those teams. After Sacramento, you have Indiana, San Antonio, Washington. Again, you're better than all those teams. You should beat all those teams. Kings and Bucks should be good games. Those are two high quality playoff teams. Fine. Um, and then after that, you got Utah, Philly, Toronto, Toronto, Atlanta at the end of the season. Philly's going to be a tough game, but the other ones like the Celtics have a good chance to finish the season very strong and they need to. So take I, I will stretch, say this. learn from it. The Cavs game, like they kind of get a pass on, like they were coming off of back to back double overtime. I guess. And they made me laugh at the end and travel. But, like they, they went home to away. To yeah. Like, I guess like, I don't care about that, but like I, at least like it was funny. <laughs> you like know that that is like one of the funniest losses i've ever seen if not the funniest and it's not even because segue. of grant it's just like everything as a whole like just a collapse and then like they had a chance to win it and it grant talking and saying he's gonna make both free throws like people are ripping him for like dude i would tell you i was gonna make both free throws yeah like i, I mean and, and then like the best part of the whole thing is and we talked about this. Grant was like actually really good yesterday, until he wasn't. Yeah, we need to talk about Grant. That like, was all time. he had to do was make one free throw, and people would have been like, "Grant's back! Grant's back! Grant's great!" <laughs> Made a bunch of threes, looked super confident. Mm-hmm. Goes to the line, talking trash. That shows you more than anything to me that he's going through it mentally. Mm-hmm. Grant is a great free throw shooter, eighty three percent on the season before those. I believe somebody tweeted might have been, oh man, what's his name? Taylor Snow, that Grant hadn't missed a free throw in a clutch time situation all season before that. Mm. He's going through it. They need to fix him because as much as Grant is super fun to clown, which he is, it's really funny. Like, (laughs) I think it's hilarious that he missed both those. Like, fine. Like, whatever. Like, that's like, you have to sacrifice that one. Like, it's kind of funny. Sure. But you need him. He gives you good things. He plays okay defense. He can hang in there against superstar players. He can give you catch and shoot threes and be a reliable option on a kickout. He's usually not like dumb. He's just been bad lately. And that's going to happen, especially to guys that are in smaller roles, have less room for error. It's going to stand out more when they're bad. He was actually good against the Cavs and he couldn't finish it off. Yeah, no. That was some of the funniest, like, it's like somebody wrote a script. 
<laughs> like they they like had a great setup all game, and the punchline was the free throws, and then they pulled them, and they pulled them in overtime. <laughs> oh man, I I, I need to talk like about that bad too. For but... Grant. You go ahead. Yeah, was, I wish we before before I move on. I wish we streamed that like us watching the game live, like <laughs> th- because I was so certain he was going to make the, at least one. And you were like, no, stop, stop. Like, cause you couldn't yeah, take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had no Because you yeah, knew, knew what was at stake. He had such a good game and you knew he was going to get crap if he missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, man, I tweeted out right after it happened. He had, he played so well in that cast game. Like he was so good. I, I said it live when we were watching. I don't understand why he just didn't play after the third quarter. I'm not saying it had an effect, but like, how is a guy going to make three, th- four threes in, you know, the first half. And then he just doesn't play until like the last five minutes of the game. Right. Like he, he, like he pulled him for so long and then he clowns uh, or he's talking trash to Donovan Mitchell. I saw Keith Smith tweet something about it. He was like, you know, if a guy gets in your face, you're going to say something back. Right. And and of course, Grant's going to be confident. He's going to make them both. He's shooting really well this season. Dude, I would Uh, do that. I would say I'm going to make both. Cause I would, I would make both. (laughs) That's like the one shot in basketball. I can be like, yeah, I'd make that. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, I don't blame him for making for talking trash like that's whatever. But you got to back it up. Right. Obviously, you have to back it up. Uh, and all you had to do was make you know, one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, Jalen Brown talked about it after the game. He goes, I mean, like I've been in that situation. And Jalen Brown did it earlier this season. He he clanked two free throws. The Celtics needed one and he missed them. Both, yep, pretty right. Bad. And so as much as it sucks, um. I'm not going to sit here and like rag on Grant for a million years for missing two. You'll years, never right? rag on him. That's your guy. That's just not true. I, I remember we had a conversation on the last podcast that said it's getting really hard to defend this guy. He sucks. Um, but that, and that was the extreme of it. Sure. That, that was point, that's like, the limit. The point is like it sucks. He missed the free throws. Uh, and that's obviously going to be the story because he, he cost him the game. But he played so well other than that. And, and I really think that if he didn't miss those free throws, that would have been a huge game yeah, for him. It would have been Grant's back. Wise. That's right. what like, we were just saying he, today. Grant's back. Not oh even, my God, can't believe it. He was so good. Not even for the narrative. Like, I'm talking for Grant. Like, mentally. Like, he made four threes. Big time game for him. He's back. But, like, I don't know where his head's going to be at after those free throws. And I, you, you got to trust him to, like, get past it because mm-hmm. players are pretty good at getting past things. Like, this Celtics team in particular is, is good at, like, not letting a loss affect them. Almost yeah, too good at it. It's almost almost like too good. They just lost three in a row in the same way. But <laughs> I think that could be an okay game for him mentally with the threes he made. Um, I saw something somewhere, even, maybe on Twitter. Before we move on, even more to Grant's credit, like even and this is not sarcastic, like this is serious. Even him getting in the situation to where he got to the line mm-hmm. on that because he was hustling is good. Like also, that's like another bogus, good thing he did. Bogus call on Grant Williams on the other end before that. That was yeah, that was the best because they were wrong and then they doubled down. Yeah, they that were was like, that nope, was not wrong. Horrendous. <clears throat> that was horrendous. And uh, th- that's not like saying, well, Grant wouldn't have to go to the free throw line if he didn't get called. But like, it was a terrible call. It was objectively a bad call. <clears throat> but yeah, man, uh, it was tough. I-, I saw something. I forget it was on Twitter where I saw it, but it was like someone caught Joe Missoula mouthing something to Grant, like talking to him after the game. But like this on mm-hmm. Twitter, and it was something along the lines of like, "Stop making it all about you." Like about after the trash talk, which is like, I hope that's true. Like, I hope that's real. like, I hope that's actually what was said and everything. After the game, Joe was asked, like, what did you tell him? He just said, I told him I love him. Like the same thing he said about Jalen. 
Uh, which is like a good message to send. I wonder to a guy if that means he spot, actually but... was like, "I yeah, I hate you." Like, I wish they would. Tra- <laughs> I wish we traded you. Is what he said. Oh man, no, it, it sucks. It sucks that the game ended like that for Grant. Um, I, I did think he showed a good signs in the game before that of like Grant, he might be back, uh, which is good. Like you need that from him, but uh, just tough ending. <laughs> it's a, that's a, just a tough way to end that game. So they need to put one of us out there. Jeez, no, like no. put me out there. I'll make free throws. I'll do it. So the first thing I do every time I play basketball, I go shoot a bunch of free throws. It sucks. It sucks, but whatever. We move. Hilarious. Uh, like I said, they have a good stretch. It was I, funny. I, I, I got to give funny. them credit. Like, at least they made me laugh. Yeah. Like, they were like, all right, we're going to give yeah. you some money, and we're going to make you laugh. So they get a pass <laughs> for the Cavs game. Even though it was terrible, Like, and it was like the third of its kind in a row, It was, at least it was funny. At least it was funny. There we go. That's, like, Grant's my new Twitter uh, header. Also... I, I need to talk about this. I'm not one to rag on Joe. Why the fuck was Mike Muscala in the game? It makes no sense. Yeah, Tell me you I'm were crazy. so mad during the game when we were hanging out. Why? He he was objectively the like the worst person to have sense. in that spot. He was getting absolutely cooked on defense. He couldn't rebound for shit, and he shot one for five from three. He didn't. If he's shoot not well. making threes. There's really no reason to have him out there. <clears throat> Luke Cornett grabbed eight rebounds. Six of them offensive rebounds, and he wasn't in the game. We were talking about Cornette. Yeah, we 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 found some stats on Cornette. When he plays and plays well, they they are good. They're like yeah, fourteen, it, probably fourteen and two now. When he plays like yeah. ten minutes in overtime, they went with Muscala over Grant Williams. Mike Muscala played thirty four minutes. Grant Williams played sixteen. Luke Cornette played eighteen. F- Sam Hauser played six. For what reason? The, 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 Mike Muscala size. was objectively be- size. He stinks. Well, Overhauser, Overhauser, Overhauser is why I don't even size. give a shit. Overhauser. Mike Muscala was awful on defense, and he couldn't make a shot. The only reason he should be on the floor is if he can get hot and start making shots. And he didn't. And yet he still played thirty-four minutes. That, People that are now was asking one of the if first Celtics lost the trade. The, the, Mike Muscala is a fine player. I don't dislike Mike kidding. Muscala. I dislike the role he's being played in because. There was just no reason for him to be on the floor against the Cavs. He was bad. I agree. Like he was a plus nine, which was funnily enough the best on the team, right? Like how that's possible, I don't know. Because I, I well, maybe that's, the, that's why they were playing him because he was nasty. Is my eye test wrong though? Was he not awful? Was he not bad? He gave, he's he's essentially Hauser but taller. If he's not making threes, there's literally no reason to play him. And he's a worse defender. Hauser's not a bad defender. Yeah, I was I was about to circle back and give Hauser some credit. Like he hustles pretty much all the time. Mm-hmm. Sam Hauser's and, actually like a pretty good hustle guy. He's always on the glass, creates mm-hmm. some extra possessions once in a Decent while. Decent ISO defender when he gets targeted too. Like yeah, terrible. like teams really try and go at him just because of what he and looks like. I'm not saying Muscala doesn't like hustle and he doesn't try. He does, but he just gets like cooked. Like he, he's getting spun around. He's not not he's, doing he's anything just not in the post. Much if he's not making threes, there's no reason and to play him. You're right. The quote unquote like first size like. I understand playing him to like draw Jared Allen out of the paint. It's the same reason they play Al Horford against Mitchell Robinson. So they draw Mitchell Robinson out of the paint and he can't be a rim protector. Is that why Jared, they do it? Maybe to, that, to that's try what, and keep the, not, not on such a surface level, but more of his deeper level as, okay, we want our guys to be playing with the same type of lineup. We want it. We want it to be as repetitious as we can. If you're blowing a 14 point lead, I don't give a fuck about the lineup. Play the players that are playing well, not Mike Muscala. Right. And like, I agree. Also, I, on top of I that, just like not, not only, whoa, 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 whoa. on top of that, not only that, 
He was playing when Jared Allen wasn't even on the floor. He was playing when the Cavs were running. Why do you think Jared Allen was on the bench? They said Lamar Stevens. Muscala can't play him. It just made no sense. Play Grant in that spot. I don't give a shit about size. Grant hustles on the glass, right? You have other guys who can hustle on the glass. And to be honest, it's not like Muscala is a god on the glass either. He had six rebounds, right? Like, it's not like he's he's six foot ten. Like, Luke Cornett had eight, and he played 20 less minutes. What are you doing? It, that, that again, I, I'm not one to blame the coach. I think Cornette's sneaky thing. good. We we talked about this during the game, and I kind of like hinted at the stats, like where he plays and they win. But he's probably your third best big. I thought he sucked against the Nets and he was egregious against the Nets. But besides that, I really can't pinpoint a time where I was like, wow, Cornette kind of sucks. I love how we're talking like Luke Cornette was great against the Cavs because I thought he was. He was minus 17, the worst on the team. Do we not know ball? Like, what 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 what's going on? <laughs> I don't know if that's his fault, though. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't understand why Muscala. Some people don't even think I didn't plus think minus he, matters. Maybe I'm crazy. I I don't think Muscala, Muscala was a plus nine. Good. So yeah, I, I don't think he was particularly good. Anyways, uh, anything else you have to say about the Celtics recently? I, I don't really have any any more. Issues. I really hate that they lost that. the Knicks. I just hate that. Tough. Like Knicks I thought hot. that that had a playoff Tough. game feel like like it about it at home. And, and they could draw the Knicks in the off. playoffs. They could get the Knicks in the playoffs easily. I mean, they should they should still beat them. Like I I, I, I still don't think the Knicks can beat the Celtics. In the this Celtics is the last series. time I'm talking about the Knicks until like they play again because I'm we sure. talked about the Knicks too much over the last. Sam's week. gonna be so mad if they play the Knicks. In the no, playoffs. I don't care if they're actually <laughs> playing them. Like it's fine. But I really don't think Randall's that good. He plays like super reckless and feels <laughs> like he's out of control. Like I don't think that's sustainable in a playoff series. He can't handle a double team. Panics when he gets double team. Turns the ball over. Whatever. I think Brunson's legit. I don't think Barrett's that consistent. The rest of their team is like hit or miss. They've been hot lately, so of course they're going to ride it. The Celtics all have been ice cold. Tatum and Tatum in particular has been bad. Mm. He won the All-Star Game MVP. Super cool. Hang a banner. Besides that, hasn't given you anything since January. Brown has improved, yeah. in my opinion, which is good. <laughs> I think it's important that Brown is making shots at the very least. Yeah. Him making threes is a big thing. It's going to be important in the playoffs when guys are really. He made a couple good plays him. against the Cavs. He made like he's, he's doing a little better. He's been like on a steady incline. He's finally starting to like feel he a little bit more under control. Nine nine assists against the Cavs. He did a better job of facilitating. He, he did. He had a good game against the Cavs. One of not perfect. one of seven from three though. Not not great. They both take far too many threes. Uh-huh. I Seven's understand it's bad, the offense, but but well. When you're one of seven, it might be, <laughs> unless it's wide open, unless it's in the flow of the offense. Like there, there comes a certain point where you shouldn't be trying to create threes for yourself. And to Brown's credit, he does an excellent job. And we talked about this when we were watching the game. He does a great job of creating and getting to his spots instead of creating at a spot like Tatum yes. does. Brown does a great job of getting to that little half circle around the free throw line where he's money from. When Tatum's mm-hmm. creating shots. It doesn't feel like he's doing it as often from spots in the mid-range where he should be able to pick teams apart from. His shot chart mm-hmm. against the Knicks was Harden, all at the rim, or all beyond the arc, and one of them And not the in penis. the corners. Right? Like he took that, none on the wing and in the corners. They were all top of the key, which is Yeah, terrible. and he's just not... It, it feels like Tatum's playing kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Well, I think Smart thing, needs to be better. That's my guy, and we, we touched on it, but he hasn't been as mm-hmm. effective. You say he's chucking more i don't know what i'm noticing what i'm not noticing i just know he's not out there pulling the strings anymore another thing on tatum too is uh, again I, I sit with cam uh to bat to buy celtics lab 
when I go to games at Celtics wire as well. And he mentioned like Tatum doesn't play as strong as he is. Like whenever he drives to the hoop, it's all like twist his body, try to finesse the ball. And that's something he did a lot better uh, at playing stronger earlier in the season. And he's kind of mm-hmm. abandoned it. Like he'll just go up and he'll like try to like twist his body, get a foul call, something like that. And it hasn't been working. I hate the maybe Tatum's hurt thing. Like I'm sick of hearing people say that, but maybe he's hurt. <laughs> Like that would make Maybe. sense to why he's doing that. Well, and it was funny at the beginning of last season. Remember, like all anybody Scal talked about was how he put on muscle, and then he was still like playing, like you just said, like trying to finesse around people. Yeah. So I hope he does get back to that. I think it's a good point. And he like, hasn't been as good around the rim. We said this against the Cavs too. Like it feels like the only player on the Celtics who can consistently get in the paint is Malcolm Brockton. Because <laughs> the only yeah, guy he, he just goes and he's he's getting there, <laughs> whether you like it or not, he's getting to the rim. He is. Anyways, all right. You want to want to do a bracket? Our March Madness bracket of the day. We can wrap up the Celtics talk and do we something can fun. Do that no Let's no more need to talk about this team. What do we got there? We have best candy of all time bracket. This may be flawed. I'm going to shuffle the bl- the bracket. Ooh, baby. Twice. Let's do it see. twice. I've shuffled. All twice. right. Let's all do right. it up. Matchup mode. They have Mounds Bars in the background, Almond Joy, Butterfingers. Don't know what this one is. Crunch. Here we go. You've got Laffy Taffy versus Whoppers. This is the first round. Uh-huh. If you don't know, it is March. We have been doing brackets. Every pod for the month started with the big Pete Rogers bracket. Last mm-hmm. time did fast food. Now we're doing candy. Yes. I think we actually might have did something else in between. Uh, no, I think we've just done these three. I don't think we've done another one since. Uh, did we do, we did fast food. Did we do something on stream? Maybe. I feel like. Oh, we did do one on stream. What did we We do? We had you do the cereal. Cereal. Yes, we've done. We did the cereal bracket. Okay. Uh, so candy. Um, this is pretty easy for me. I think Laffy Taffy is fairly overrated. I don't know about you. I think Whoppers are good. Um, I don't care for either of these, so I will defer. Okay, I'll take Whoppers. Neither are great, but like I, Laffy Taffy's like, eh, I'll take Whoppers, yeah. Now you've oh. got Reese's versus Original Spree. Now these Sprees, I mean, I've never had them, but they look like sweet tarts, and Reese's is top tier to me. Yeah, this is this is a one versus 16. Matchup. Like this Let's is one die. of those things where people that are allergic to peanut butter, rip. Sorry, you don't get to enjoy yeah, one of the sucks. best things on the planet. Reese's is a goaded candy. That's going to make a finals run. You've got yeah. trolley gummy worms, the sour ones versus arrow chocolate. This is just milk mm-hmm. chocolate. They don't have Hershey's on here. So, you know, it is what it is. But that's to say it's essentially the same thing. Not as good. But what mm-hmm. do you think, Jack? Where do you lean? I, I think plain chocolate bars are a little overrated. Like Hershey's okay. bar is fine. But like I'd probably Which chocolate lean do you the... prefer? Milk, you dark, white, dark chocolate, dark chocolate, best Jack dark W. Best. A lot Huge. of people don't like the dark chocolate. I'm all in on dark chocolate. Dark chocolate's great. I don't even like eating milk chocolate because it leaves like a weird taste in my mouth. Dark, right to it the like point. It's caked it gets, onto your mouth and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the trolleys here. Arrow's probably I fine, but like trolleys. Yeah. Back in my prime, I was a big fan of gummies. That was my favorite. <laughs> now you've got Milky Way versus Gobstoppers. Mm hmm. What's your initial feeling on this? I think Milky Way is the Sail most the overrated tape. of all of the chocolate bars, like the Snickers, really? the Kit Kats, the, the Twixes, everything. I think Milky Way is most overrated, but I Gobstoppers are also like, eh. so I, I'd rather a Milky Way than a Gobstopper, but I'm just letting you know now, early doors, Milky Way is overrated. I don't even really know, like, when the, I don't, these are 
jawbreakers okay yeah they're like i think they're like sour jawbreakers i don't know if they're sour but they're like they're just jawbreakers yeah really they're like those yeah they're pretty mid I, i'll go I milky way milky way is milky fine. easy in this match at milky way is easy now you've got haribo gold bears gummy bears versus pez this I'm is sorry. kind of a tough matchup i pez are awful i'm sorry pez not a not pez the best candy but they're kind of iconic it's a cool like experience things, but like it, it's it's like an icon thing collector's I, item i could house a bag of gummy bears though so i, I lean gummy i'm a bears. big gummy bears guy too i lean gummy bears so i take yeah. gummy bears that's what we'll do mm, okay now you've got cadbury dairy milk chocolate versus double bubble gum i don't know if i consider gum a candy yeah i don't think it's a candy i love double bubble this is not a shot at that like that look, i can like, you blow playing baseball as a kid i can't yeah Play playing baseball as a kid, goaded, right? You, you pop a million of those in your mouth, you're good. The best gum as a kid was the big league chew. Okay, that's good too. I just remember having the buckets of the double bubble in the dugout. I'll tell um, you what, I didn't know how to blow bubbles until like a couple years. I think I came on a pod and I was like, Jack, I just learned how to blow bubbles. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's I funny. didn't know how to do it. One day I was driving to work and I was just screwing around. I was like, oh my God, I just did that. <laughs> Well, there you go. Well, I mean, Cadbury's fine. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of just plain chocolate bars. Mm. So, like, if I had to pick one of these, I'd go double bubble. But like, I don't think double bubble is a candy, so I don't. I think we need an obligatory it. chocolate advance. Yeah, just plain I, chocolate. I can't. I can't advance bubble gum in the candy bracket. It seems wrong. Okay. So just go dairy milk. That's fine. Cadbury hit it. Will it work? There you go. Let's see. All right. Oh, now, oh, okay. All right. Ooh. Did not see the Hershey's kisses on here. I gotta admit, messed messed that one up because I said there was no Hershey's. Okay. Let's You've get, got ooh. Jolly Rancher versus Hershey's Kisses. Um, I've said it like three times at this point. I think just plain chocolate is like overrated. Like it's fine. If I had to pick one of these to advance, though, I'd probably lean Jolly Ranchers. This is tough because I lean Hershey's Kisses. I, I won't fight I'm you on it. I'm a big fan of the Hershey's Kiss. I won't fight you on it. Hershey's Kisses are fine. Jolly Ranchers are fine. Like if you want to go Hershey's Kisses, I, I, this, I won't pick people, my battle. Some here. people love Jolly Ranchers. I, I do like me a Jolly Rancher, like blue raspberry fire, watermelon fire. But like this is where I, I I'm going to lay my kiss. Claim. They have good ads. You know, sure. the, the Christmas ads are fine. Might be the, yeah. one of the best parts of Christmas, actually. Mm, well, I won't complain. Anyways, now oh, you've got what? a Cadbury egg versus a 100 grand bar. I'm sorry. Get the grand bar out of my face. Cream egg. Cream eggs. Okay. I don't even love cream eggs, but like 100 grand bar. Like, I don't think I've hell? had 100 grand. I, I don't think I think I've had it like once or twice and it's just not very good. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy. Right, we are creepy. on to the second round. If you haven't seen one of these, this bracket program isn't big on like letting everyone play first. It, go, it does one yeah. side first. So now Which we have Whoppers lame, versus Reese's. Just, I don't think just, this is much of a contest. No, no. I'm, I'm all in on the Reese. Reese's not even close. Not even close. Now, now we have a second round trolley sour bright crawlers value size though versus mm-hmm. a Milky Way. I would lean trolleys, and I I, I don't I even like I don't even frequent trolleys. Like I said, though, I just think Milky Way. If you're gonna have a chocolate bar, I'm not picking a Milky Way. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. I I low key prefer Three Musketeers over Milky Way. I agree. I prefer Three Musketeers, yeah. Snickers. I don't even love Twix. I prefer that. I think Twix kind of overrated. I, I agree, but like, I'll put it know. this way: like Twix might be at least, on here. Like at least Twix has the cookie. At least Snickers has the peanuts. At least uh, Three Musketeers has a different I- inside. Milky Way is just like stealing a little bit from everything and completely unoriginal. <laughs> I, I I hate Milky Way. I, I I'm a hater. 
All right. I, I can respect that as a hater myself. Plenty. Yeah. We've got Haribo versus the Cadbury milk chocolate. I think the gummy bears are another powerhouse candy. I agree. Similar I, to I the Reese's. Gummy bears. Send the gummy bears through. I agree. Okay. Love some gummy bears. I won't eat it often, but if I'm presented with a bag, they're gone in like three seconds. We are on to a chocolate matchup. Hershey's versus the Cadbury cream egg. I would I would prefer the cream egg, but I know you love the Hershey's. And again, I like this the Hershey's is not, kiss. This, this is not where I'm going to put my battle, so I'm not going to complain. Okay, I'm, I'm taking the Hershey's kiss here. I like this okay. one. That, that's, that's one fine. of my favorites. Not not super powerhouse. This, mm. this is kind of a powerhouse. Not really because we have gummy bears in the lower bracket. Yeah. Reese's versus the sour crawlers. Uh, it's Reese's. I mean, come on. I agree. It's, Reese's is, is going to the finals. I'm Reese's, gonna yeah. Now. Reese's might run through. Uh, Haribo and Kisses. I'm going gummy bears here, yeah. but again, I'm not going to complain too much. Nope. Gummy bears is fine. Okay. Because they're just going to the slaughterhouse anyway to face. Yeah. Reese's. Gummy bears. Reese's. Send the Reese's to the Reese's final. To we, the fi- okay. Reese's we are on the other side now. We have all new candies to nitpick. We have Jelly Belly Jelly Beans versus Fun Dip. This is, I would eliminate both of these. If I, had I agree. <laughs> these are to say the same thing. This is like one of those bubble matchups in the tournament. I, I, I will say, first of all, before I even tell you my choice, why are there 49 flavors of jelly beans that like, just make it fucking 50. Come up with another one. What are we doing? Like, uh, well, you're uh, asking awful. an awful lot. Just horrendous. Um, purely for the nostalgia factor. I'll go with the fun dip because I remember you get them in school. You have a fun time. It gives you something to do. Jelly beans. L, not a jelly bean guy. Yeah, can't I think jelly beans are like a bottom tier candy. I agree. They're, 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 nah, can't do it. Fun, I'll go fun dip. Fun dip advances. Now you've got, oh boy, this is like a terrible <laughs> side of the bracket. Ah, uh, so you have like candy, candy corn, corn versus Tootsie Roll. I'm a candy corn guy. I'm a fan. All right. I Can don't care for the Tootsie corn. Rolls. So I'll, Tootsie Roll is not it. good. We'll go candy corn. Now you've got Lifesavers, the hard candy versus a Kit Kat. Kit Kat, not not even close. Lifesaver. If gummies, it was the gummies, fire. I'd put up a fight. Agree, but Kit Kat's not even close. It's very it. important that it's the hard candy. Kit Agreed. Kat goes Agreed. through. Kit Kat goaded. Oh, this this is this is like sneaky, like cheating on Reese's. Because you have Reese's Pieces, so you already have the Reese's cups on the other side that have ran mm-hmm. the ran the table, mm-hmm. going up against the Snickers bar. I do not like Reese's Pieces. Hot okay, tea. not not a fan. They're, they're, I don't love M and M's, and they just feel like you don't like M and M's because M and M's are fine, but they're just mid. I love a Snickers bar. Reese's Pieces to me, they they like like the good part about a Reese's is you got the chocolate and the peanut butter, and you can feel the texture, and you can bite through, and you get them both. Reese's just Pieces just smushes them into one, and it's just yeah. not as good. Kind of takes the fun out of it. I, I kind of not agree. I think Snickers. I go Snickers. Is good, and it's filling. Snickers is a top five candy for me. I love Snickers. Okay. Now you've got Pocky chocolate covered cookie sticks versus Twix. So it's almost like this is almost like a mirror matchup here. Yeah. Very similar. I'm not a huge uh Twix guy, like I said. I don't know if I've ever had Pocky. I don't I don't think I have. They're okay. They sound good. I'd probably just lean Twix I'd here. Just, Twix. just generic. Yeah, I'd probably go Twix. All right. Now you've got Swedish fish versus Mr. Goodbar. Mr. Goodbar good. I agree. I agree. (sighs) Mr. Goodbar is kind of like a like one of those like dark horses. The only time I ever have Mr. Goodbar though is when it's in the mini form. Yep, the minis on Halloween. Yep. However, Swedish fish also goaded. Fun fact for my birthday in high school, my friend's mom, uh, who I'm really close with, my friend Seamus's mom got me a 
a Tupperware full of re, uh, Swedish fish, God. like like thousands of Swedish fish. And it took and we went through them. Best part about it. My dog got in the Reese's fish or excuse me, the Swedish fish chowed down just like 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 ate it like it was a big box of dog food because that was the size of it is that what's your most impressive eating feat what do you mean like what is like the most like juggernaut meal or or food you've eaten in one sitting god i don't know about that when i was younger though i had severe fomo and so when i went to Mm. breakfast we went to this breakfast place uh, called Perry's and it's closed now, but when we were younger and I would order three different breakfasts um, because I, d- I wanted like, I wanted the omelet. I wanted the eggs. I wanted the French toast. I wanted a little bit of everything. Kind of get that. And so I ate I'm a big combo uh, breakfast guy. I didn't necessarily finish it all, but I ate a lot of it each time. And without fail, every time we got home from Perry's, I vomited like every okay. time. So I, younger Jack, like eight year old to 10 year old Jack was, was house and breakfast food. Oh, mine. So back in my prime, B dubs, mm-hmm. buy one, get one. Oh, B dubs, so good. They have the buy one, get one wings, boneless. I would get a large, which I want to say was 18. Mm-hmm. So I had, I had 36 wings. Wow. And also a large thing of wedges. And wedges? I got to like, like, like potato wedges. Oh, fries. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And I got to like 30 wings <sighs> and I'm starting to hit the wall. I think I remember this. I think we've talked about this. Was this re- in the last few years? Yeah, it wasn't like that long ago, but it I'm starting to hit the wall. The and I'm like, well, I only have six mm-hmm. left. Like, I can't bring these home because it's not even a meal. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to power through. So I finish them all. Oh, my God. And then I was like, yeah, I got to go home. I got to throw up. <laughs> wow. That might be Love the most easy meal I've ever eaten. All right, back to, back to the task at hand. We have Swedish fish versus Mr. Goodbar. Yes. I see it's tough because I think I would probably prefer one or the other depending on the mood. Mm. What, what do you lean here? Do you have a strong? I opinion? lean Mr. Goodbar. Okay. I, I won't fight you on it. I, okay. I, I could be sweet. You're not. You're very passive today. <clears throat> well, it, it's tough with ones like that where I don't the hell really is care. This? What a terrible matchup. You Say it out loud. versus people. runts. Awful. This is side of the brackets weak. No, it's not bad, but it it's like the bad matchups are f- paired up against other bad matchups. Is the problem? Uh, I don't like runs. I don't like airheads. I'd probably mean airheads. But yeah, I, I think like airheads either. suck. But like, I don't know more better people, than like, runs. Yeah. Oh, now you've got Twizzlers versus Crunch. You seem conflicted. So I'll let you go. Uh, it's tough. I love a Crunch bar. I haven't had one in a long time. But like, I I feel like. I want to put the Twizzlers through because they're so really unique. Oh, I, I think like Twizzlers. Twizzlers suck. I love Twizzlers. I'm Twizzlers like bottom tier for me. <clears throat> I'm a Twizzlers guy again, though. Okay, I'm not. I'm not too passionate about this though, because so, like I would. Eat I go bar. crunch. That's fine. I'm not super passionate because I like I like both. I'll be passionate if I like dislike one and don't and like enjoy the other. Like this okay. one, I would go candy corn because I enjoy candy. Corn I, I have no it. no fight to put up. I didn't this care is... about the first round. Don't care about this one. Fun dip versus candy corn. Very weak section. This of the is bracket, Mickey Mouse go corner corn. of the bracket. <laughs> I'll go candy corn, though. I like candy corn. All right. Kit Kat versus Snickers. This is kind of. Oh, my one. God. This is the heater matchup in the second round. <clears throat> These are two top five candies for me. I agree. They're both up there. I. 
I don't even know which way I lean on this one. I I would painfully lean Kit Kat, but like I love yeah, I kind of agree on that. I don't know. I like, feel like I have Kit Kats more. Yes, both are very good, but like the wafer and it doesn't of a really Kit get Kat, stuck like, in your mm, teeth. Mm-hmm. I I go. I wish they made dark chocolate Kit Kats. They probably do, but oh, they make all I'd, kinds of Kit Kats. I'd go Kit Kats. Yeah, Kit Kats they make like a million different kinds. All right, <clears throat> we've got Twix versus Mister Goodbar. Hmm. I think a lot of people are going to be mad, but I probably lean Mr. Goodbar here. I agree. I, I don't care for Twix. Twix is fine. They're meh. Mid. Mm-hmm. And this one is Crunch. Airheads. Crunch versus later. Airheads. Lucky yeah, to get it, through the first round. Cinderella over. I will say Crunch drew an easy matchup, though. I mean, Oh, they did. I, kind of Mickey Mouse from Crunch, too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now you've got Candy Corn versus the Kit Kat. I like candy corn as much as the next guy. This isn't close. This is not, not close. close. Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Ease okay. clears. We've got Mr. Goodbar versus Crunch. We're getting to the nitty gritty. Again, I like Crunch. I lean Mr. Goodbar. Mr. Goodbar the on the Cinderella Sneaky. run. Sneaky good. It's going up against the heater. It's not getting past Kit Kat. I'm telling you now. Kit Kat yeah. versus Mr. Goodbar. It's got to be Kit Kat. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. I, let me let me for, play this. Say this first, though. Reese's, I think, would have had a good run regardless. It had an easy side of the bracket, Reese's. Yeah, a little bit. In comparison, I know we had the Mickey Mouse corner on the other side, but uh, Kit Kat versus Mr. Goodbar, though. Kit Kat, I think. Now you've got, this, this these is are, the final, the national championship. You have Reese's versus Kit Kat. And this is the deserved final. This is like, yep. these are the top two candies, I think. This is what everybody wanted to see. Uh-huh. These these are the top two in the game. Oh, also, if people are in the comments saying it's not Reese's, it's Reese's, shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Shut up. I'll, I'll say it how I want. You start a podcast um, and you can talk. <laughs> and get people to watch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Both are goaded. Mm-hmm. I was a Reese's guy my whole life. I've leaned Kit Kat in recent years. But overall, I think I have to go Reese's. Reese's, Reese's is my favorite candy. It. I was in a Reese's fight, John, and if you said Kit Kat. No, Reese's is the goat. I love yep. Kit Kat. And I, I, like I said, I've leaned Kit Kat in recent years. Reese's is the goat. Reese's is the winner. Goat candy. Now they there... put this stupid thing on my screen, so I'm going to stop sharing. Were there any candies that weren't in there? Hershey's. Hershey's uh, sure. M&M's were not there. Skittles. I, I know some don't Skittles. Don't care for Skittles. I Skittles think Skittles mid. are fine. Very popular candy, though, is what I'm saying. Like, like Yeah, for, I don't get why uh, people not like Skittles there. that much. For, but I'll, considering I'll put it some of the stuff that was on there, I was gonna say for runs to be in there and Skittles yeah. not like, come on, let's let's do better. poor poor display from whoever made that. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what other ones weren't in there that should have been. Mike and Ike's not in there. I'm just looking at the list now. Uh, Butterfinger, Butterfinger. Oh, Butterfinger's good. a heater. Butterfinger, Butterfinger would have kind of been a tough out. Butterfinger's good candy. Surprised. It's one of my favorites. Uh, you even you said almond joy and mounds were in the background. They weren't in the bracket. <laughs> yeah, we're in the background. Mounds, kind of a high up candy. Big fan of coconut. Big fan of dark chocolate. I'm a big almond joy guy. I know I like dark. I like dark chocolate better, but the almond in there is huge. Both um, good. York not in there. I don't know if you're a big York. Not bad. Guy. I think Yorks are fine. Um, Baby Ruth, underrated, better than Milky Way. I'll Isn't it, it like there. the same thing as a Snickers? <clears throat> Effectively, yes, but Snickers are better than than Milky Way. Uh, peanut M and M's, good candy. Peanut M and M's are fire. I like the regular ones better. Mm, I can't back you there. Uh, yeah, I think the big the one that wasn't Butterfinger should have been there. Butterfinger, yeah, Butterfinger, snubbed. great candy. Butterfinger Must had some injuries candy. and didn't make the tournament. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that about does it though. I think that was a good good way to wrap it up with the uh, 
little bracket in there. We'll be doing one of these every time we'll we do a pod cleanse. in March. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. My one plug is always subscribe to YouTube. How about them Celtics? Check us both out on Twitter. Uh, but sub, sub to the YouTube. We have a five-star rating on Spotify. Click the three dots. Hit five stars. We appreciate it. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll throw it over to Sam for the wrap-up. All right. Well, I just put it up. Go into a Celtics game or other event. Make sure you use SeatGeek. Promo code HBTC. Save yourself $20 on your first purchase. Let us help you go see what you want to see. Be like Lewis. Got to see a super cool game in Philly. Tatum actually did something East for him. It was, it was cool. But HBTC, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Does not have to be a Celtics game. Does not have to be basketball. It can be anything on the app. We'll help you go see it. Make sure you use the promo code. As for us, you, you're already on the YouTube if you're seeing us. If you're listening, go subscribe to the YouTube. Leave a like. Leave comments. We love reading the comments. We love seeing likes on the videos. Make sure you subscribe. We're almost at 300. We're still trying to grow doing good work lately it's been a good couple months for us so go subscribe to the youtube if you're listening like jack said leave a nice review if you're not gonna leave a nice one don't leave one because what's the point (laughs) just say mean stuff to us in the youtube comments if you want to be mean yes it's not about the being mean there's no need to leave a one star (laughs) except for like if you like found us for the pete rogers one and like you're like what the hell am i listening to because there's no video in there talking about a visual thing But just on top of that, YouTube. yeah, watch the YouTube. <laughs> you can find us on socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. If we're on Facebook, our streams are there as well as the YouTube before the Celtics games. 30 minutes before every game, we do a pregame. That mm-hmm. is just How About Them Celtics podcast, Facebook. We're there. We're also on heavy Facebook for the Celtics. And you can follow Jack Simone at Jack Simone NBA on Twitter. He's doing all kinds of good work at Celtics blog is working hard on something good for the people right now. That's all I'm saying. Keep an eye out. And you can follow me on Twitter. I had a, I had a couple good tweets yesterday. I had like bang. a nice little night. My Sam NBA. <laughs> That's it for us. Bye.